Hey brothers and sisters in Christ out there, welcome back to another episode of Chasing Holy. It is Gigi here and I have next to me Indianellis. Indianellis? Indianellis. That's her real name, you guys. Um, so before I even before I even talk about the topic of power and authority, as you guys can see by the title, I'm gonna have India open up in prayer. Father God, we just thank you for this time together. Father God, I pray that you just use us as vessels, Father God, to just share your word, speak to your people, Father God, minister through us in Jesus' name. I pray, oh God, that there be no complications during this episode, and I pray in Jesus' name, God, that you just use us, Father God, and give us wisdom, words of wisdom, Father God, so that we can just say the right things at the right time, Father God, and that this just speaks to us and someone out there, even if it's just one person in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So I know you're talking about, we're talking about power and authority yes. today, but we need to understand the definitions of both power and authority because they are different. So power is the ability to act, and authority is the right to give orders and force obedience and the power to influence. So... Why is it important, I guess? Why is it important to have power and authority over the devil? Because when you have that power and that authority over the enemy, his schemes and strategies will not prevail against you. And I actually have a scripture to back that up. Um, in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, it says, Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. So that right there just um, tells us how we can take power and authority over the enemy. And that is by putting God's armor on, being equipped with his armor. The seven pieces of God's armor is the belt of truth, mm -hmm. breastplate of righteousness, um, gospel of peace, shield of faith, helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god so being equipped with god's armor is a way to take power and take authority over the enemy's schemes and strategies right exactly i feel like for me one of the most important um ones that i see myself applying um the most is probably the word of god so the sword mm -hmm. of the spirit because if I think about it, if I don't read my word and if I don't know my identity in Christ, because that's where we find our identity in Christ is through the, word. the word. So if I don't know that, I'm going to let the enemy use me and throw me against the wall because I don't know who I am in Christ. Mm. But when we look at the word of God and when we see that God is with us, God is for us, not against us. He's never abandoned us. He's going to be with us through the hills and through the valleys. Mm -hmm. Then we will know that the enemy has no authority against us. Right. And when India was saying, like, you don't want, like, the enemy. You said something about you don't want the enemy throwing you against the wall, right? Yeah. So that I just remember. In the book of Matthew, Jesus Christ was tempted, right, when he was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. Right. And every time the enemy would try to tempt him, Jesus would combat with the word, with the word right. of God. And then as he combated, is combated a word? I think so. As he, as he went against the enemy, 
and um, went against him with the word of God, that's when that enemy fleed. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's the word of God is super important. And I also have a scripture here from um, Matthew 28, 18 through 20. This is the Great Commission when Jesus tells his disciples, all right, guys, it's your turn. Now go and do what I did. So he says here, Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of age. And if Jesus himself is telling us that he is with us always, then why do we allow the enemy to throw these darts at us and allow ourselves to believe them? We have to think about that. And obviously, I'm still learning that. I'm not just condemning you for that. Because every day, it's a battle for me. But I'm just saying, like, if we know that God is with us, then why do we care about what the enemy has to say? All he ever says is lies. He never tells the truth. Mm -hmm. And the word of God, it does... In the word of God, it does state like how the enemy is the father of all lies and how he is an accuser. And what he wants to do is steal, kill, and destroy. That is his assignment. Yeah. I also really like this scripture too because it says, Therefore go and make disciples of all the nations. And Jesus said all the nations. So that means big and small, man and woman, every race you can name. That doesn't mean just the Jews. That doesn't mean the Gentiles. That means everyone. Outsiders, all the nations. Insiders, exactly. Kids. Poor people. Poor people. Anybody. This assignment, this commission is for everybody. Because at the end of the day, we all have the same Holy Spirit. And he all works through He works through us all the same. And it's up to us to listen to him. Amen. So we have to remember that this commission is for everyone. Uh-huh. So the, the enemy has no place against anyone but it's up to you to listen to him or not when you were when you were talking about like god god has assigned us to make disciples of the nations right yeah and i I think in the book no it is in the book of isaiah i don't remember the chapter guys i have read the whole bible but i'm i don't really have good memory like i don't which is okay but um i do know that in the book of isaiah it talks about how God called Israel, his chosen people, to be leaders of every nation, men and women. We are called to be, I'm here to say that we are called to be leaders of every nation so that God's goodness, God's good news, the good news of Jesus Christ can become global. Okay, I do feel like we do limit ourselves to, like, when God wants to use us, I feel like we limit ourselves. God called us to be out there, and, like, literally, like, if that means travel we need to travel yeah like we should not be over here limiting god right if god wants if god wants to use us then he's gonna use us but we as um his children do have free will so it is our um choice right it is our choice to obey god um but yeah we are called to be leaders of the nations i do have another verse it says Oh, thank you, Lord. In James 4, 7, it says, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Bro, if you want to obey God, that does take humbling yourself. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. You need to humble yourself before God. Even if the enemy tries to put fear or fear in you and worry in you and doubt in you, you need to speak out. So if that means going up to a person in class, if that means going up to a person in your job, you ought to do so. Because we're not here just to do what we want to do. We're not here just to have our own way. And I'm speaking to myself too. We're here to obey the Lord and do what he has called us to do. And we have that power. We have that authority over the enemy. So if the enemy tries to stop you from walking in your calling, from walking in purpose, from speaking out against every religious spirit, you ought to do so. That is our job. Yeah, that, that's so good. And a lot of you might ask, like, okay, but, like, what does it even look like to have the power of God or right. the authority of Christ? Well, if we look at Mark sixteen seventeen through 18, um, it says here, These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name, and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. Amen. Imagine, we we all have that authority, you guys. Yes, we do. Literally, we have the authority to cast out demons, Amen. heal people if they Amen. are sick. Speak in heavenly new languages. Mm-hmm. You know, I heard the story um, that my pastor had told that he was speaking, you know, his heavenly language mm-hmm. on the mic, I believe. And someone had came up to him after the service, I believe, and that he had said, hey, you were speaking in my language. And Pastor Steve was like, I, I wasn't speaking in your language. Like, I was speaking tongues. But listen, the Holy Spirit can do that. You can speak tongues, and it can sound like someone else's language. Yeah. And he can speak through that language to get to someone's spiritual ears. Mm. It's so crazy. But we just have to be able and willing and humble ourselves yeah. to the Holy Spirit. When when you don't feel like worshiping God, when you, when you don't feel like praising Him, speak in your heavenly language. Because that is how you will uplift your spirit. And that's how you will wake up your spirit. When you speak in your heavenly language, you're waking up your spirit. Saying, God, I'm speaking to you. This is a conversation with you. Only you know what I am praying. I don't even know what I'm praying when I speak tongues. (laughs) But guess what? The Lord hears it and he knows exactly what to do with those tongues. Amen. That's what I love about it. And, you know, casting out demons, that stuff is real. I don't know if you don't believe in that. But guess what? It's real. We are witnesses. We are witnesses. I I literally had demons casted out of me. And it was even after I was saved. I was yep. still dealing with these things. Mm. But if we don't call them out, they will not leave. The enemy likes to hide. Mm-hmm. So we have to remember that as with our authority in Christ, we have that authority to cast demons out of their hiding place. Amen. Because they were hiding in me. They were hiding in Gigi. She can testify that herself. But when you call those spirits out, they have no other choice but to come out in the mighty name of Jesus. Because it is in the name of Jesus that we have this authority. And that that also ties in with, like, walking in freedom. You know, because you can be delivered, but it is, like, it is a job to keep that freedom. Yeah. You know, the enemy, like... 
he's out here to steal, kill, and destroy. And his aim, he's targeting us Christians. Yeah. Because we're the one who are the light. We are the salt. Come on, somebody. So I believe that we do have to walk out in this freedom. And like I literally said to you guys, you can take power and authority over the enemy by being equipped with God's armor. Right. Amen. But um, I do want to read to you guys something. Isaiah 33, 21. It says, The Lord will be our mighty one. He will be like a wide river of protection that no enemy can cross. Mm. That no enemy ship can sail upon. Right. I love that. Mm-hmm. I That's honestly good. just love that because that just brings me so much encouragement and reassurance. Yeah. And those are just words of affirmation. Right. Um, That's right there. I like that because that just explains to me that God is with us in this ministry. Mm-hmm. He is with us in this walk. Yeah. Okay? We are not alone. Right. We are not alone in this walk. We have... We have God literally protecting us from the enemy. I just felt like bringing that up because that's really, like, some people need to hear that. Yeah. People do, I, I do believe that people feel timid. Mm-hmm. Timid. But I'm here to say, don't be. Do not be because God is with you. Exactly. Like, um, when I first started going to the church that I go to now, um, I remember having probably the most timid spirit and I was just so quiet all the time shy and my family at home they're like that's not you like you're always so outgoing you're always so outspoken and you just you love to be the center of attention but like when once you hit the streets once you're outside you're so quiet and shy but I'm here to tell you the timid spirit is real it's a real spirit and God did not give us that spirit like we talked about last last week God did not give us a spirit of fear but of power love and a sound mind so we have to remember that the enemy wants to silence us the enemy wanted to silence me for so long but now I I look and I'm like wow look at God because now I sing for him and I sing for him at church and it's a it's something that I didn't really picture myself doing because I was so scared of just, you know, like messing up, just so scared. And like, but when you realize that God's word, it needs to be shared. It needs to be, it, yeah. if you have gifts, God gave you those gifts. No matter what gift it is, God gave you that gift. So mm-hmm. use it for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Stop using it for the kingdom of darkness. Because if it's not for God, it's for darkness. Come on. I know there's a lot of people that are opposed to that. Well, what if I can be somewhere in the middle? There's no middle. You're either in the dark or you're in the light. So if you're not using your gifts for God, you're using it for the enemy, unfortunately. So me, I had to recognize that um, I did publish a song before. And it's called Not The One. And basically, it's about a breakup. And I'm just talking about how, why am I not the one that you wanted? Or like, why am I not enough? But I'm like, what life is that speaking? And I think about it, I'm like, that. I probably should have never published that song because that's not encouraging anyone. That's not giving God any glory. So, obviously, I do have a gift for singing, and so does Gigi. And I just want God to take me in a direction where I can use my voice to glorify Him. But if I didn't know my authority in Christ... 
I would have never said that. That's why it's so important to have what, like Gigi said, the armor of God. Can I tell you something, India? I want to put this out there. Like, honestly, and all glory goes to God. You, you minister when you sing. Yeah, you. You, <laughs> min- you minister when you sing. Because I remember, like, I think it was last Friday, worship night? Worship night. Last Friday, when you were worshiping, when you took over the mic, and it was just you singing, I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Like, honestly, what you were saying, it was, wow, that's pretty, that might be really loud. What you were, like, singing, like, I, it was like, I don't know, it was like, what is it called? Like, <laughs> she's making a carving um, motion. She's like, like, she's like digging in her heart. <laughs> it was like, it's your voice. What you were saying, what you were singing, it was like poking like, right there. Right there. Like, like it the, was stemming mm-hmm. in my heart. Like, it. I don't know if you guys. So keep using that voice for basically. God used Satan had to ask God for permission to mess with Job to steal what he had. Mm-hmm. So that just goes to show you that Satan is under God. He's under his power. Right. He's under his feet. And if God is in us, that means that Satan is also under our feet. Period. Right. So whom shall we fear? Right. Whom shall we whom shall we be afraid? For the Lord is our light and our salvation. And I really like what Deuteronomy thirty one six says. So be strong and courageous, do not be afraid, and do not panic before them. For the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. I love that because it just shows me that God is personally gonna go ahead of me. Personally. Like individually. Like he's gonna go ahead of me. I just love that word personally. Yeah. Because it's just so intimate, like yeah. God is for you. Exactly. Come on. God will not abandon you. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful to me, and I just love that concept, and that's why I really highlighted it. Listen, yeah, what you was saying, right on there, right on the spot, right on the dart, right on the aim, right on the target, right on. <laughs> <laughs> so God is our personal God. Yes, I love He's that. our personal Father. Oh, yes, Lord. See, God is going somewhere right now. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a daddy that's out there, mm-hmm. if you don't have a mother that's out there, I don't even know who's listening. But if you don't have parents out there, if you feel like you don't have anyone out there, can I tell you something? God wants you. Mm-hmm. God is there with you. to, to re- God is there to receive you with open arms. Yes. You know, all he wants to do is fill that void. Yeah. God wants to fill that void of feeling lonely, of feeling um, not loved, abandoned, abandoned, rejection, rejection, (laughs) rejected. God wants to deliver you from that. And God Mm -hmm. wants to become your personal father. Right. He wants to be your salvation. You know, he wants to rescue you. He wants to save you. He loves you. And you're not alone. Can I just speak life over you? You're not alone. Mm-hmm. You are loved from the most high God, the God who created your parents. Yes. You are loved beyond measure. That's what the word of God says. You are loved beyond measure. And you need to know that. I just love that so much. So I feel like we just need to take that together and think about how the Lord God is truly with us wherever we go. 
So we need to remember that knowing that we have authority in Christ. We just need to know that for ourselves. How do I know that? Read the word. It tells you. The Lord literally tells you, you have authority in me. Mm -hmm. He is with us. His power is within us. So next time you go outside, next time you walk the streets, next time you do whatever, just remember that God is with you. You're not alone. The enemy wants you to feel alone, but you're not alone. Amen. There's so many times where the enemy had tried to make me feel like I was alone in what I was going through. But I had to remember that God, he's there even when I'm at my lowest, by my side, just waiting for me to grab his hand. So I'm telling you today, grab his hand. I love that. Grab his hand. That's all you got to do. I love that. That, grab his hand. What? God's hand, like, right there. And we're walking, but God's hand is right there. Yeah. That's how some lives out here look like. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. You know, God is, God's hand is right there, but you just keep walking past it. Mm. And you keep going to drinking. You keep going to smoking to, to numb your pain. Let me tell you something. It's te- That's temporary. Yeah. You need a permanent thing. Yeah. And that permanent thing is the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior. Yeah. That is why he is called Savior. Yeah. And Lord and King of Kings. Because he is that. He is the I am. Yeah. He is the Alpha to the Omega. Okay? Yes. And God wants to use what you're going through to turn it into your testimony. Yeah. All right? What the enemy meant for evil, God will and can turn it around for your good. Come on. That's so good. So, everybody, just remember that you have authority in God. Yeah. That God has never abandoned you. Never abandoned never. you. Mm-hmm. Was there at your lowest? Is there at your lowest if you are there? And he just wants you to grab his hand. And if you are if you feel like you're at your highest, just remember do not ever let go of God's hand because he's the one that got you there. So remember that. Did you have any closing thoughts? In India, we're kind of going at it. Um, I don't know, but the devil's a liar. Actually, this had about three takes. Um, and Maybe the first four. two times we were like, India, Gigi, <laughs> why are you doing that? Stop doing that. So, yeah, we did have to do a prayer like three times. So, yeah, yeah kept it short and simple. But we're going to pray us out and we're going to say thank you, God, because he allowed us to go ahead and do this episode without any complications, just mm-hmm. like I asked. And um, everybody just remember, again, remember. You have authority in God. So if you want to close us out in prayer. First off, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for who you are. God, you are powerful. You are mighty. You are everlasting. Your love is unfailing. You are extravagant. And God, I lift you up and I bless your holy name in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father God, for who you are. I thank you, God, for all that you're doing. I thank you, God, for moving in this podcast. Thank you, Lord God, because you moved. Yes. 
and you will continue to move, especially on the person watching this, their behalf, Father God, you will move on their behalf, and you will make a way through their circumstances in Jesus' name. I speak Jesus over whoever is watching this right now. I speak life. I speak peace in the name of Jesus. I pray, Heavenly Father, that whoever is watching this, whoever is hearing this podcast right now, will know, Father God, and will step into your power, step into your authority, authority in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for breakthrough right now in the name of Jesus I pray for deliverance deliverance out of fear deliverance out of anxiety deliverance 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 I speak it in the name of Jesus Christ enemy you have no other choice but to bow down before the name of Jesus so fear you have to go anxiety you have to go in Jesus name God has called you I don't know who's listening but God has called you to make disciples in the nations God has called you to be a leader God has called you to deliver God has called you to proclaim his good news so you ought to do so with the power you ought to do so with the authority that the Lord has given you in the mighty name of Jesus I pray God that because we planted this seed father God I pray that you will be the one who will grow this seed grow this seed of power grow the seed of authority in the mighty name of Jesus amen Amen. so again we thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you guys next Thursday yeah Yeah. yay God bless you guys God bless